Hello and welcome to the delicious recipe here on UPRN, United Public Radio out of New Orleans. And uh, if you're watching us uh, live, you can be uh, checking us out on video on the UFO Gods and Extraterrestrials and uh, also UFO Paranormal Radio. Oh, you're scratching there, Lore. Sorry, I had to move things because uh, audio was weird. Sorry. Okay. The other channel is uh, UFO Paranormal Radio. UFO Paranormal Radio is done twice. That's on the YouTube. You're also on uh, Facebook, UPRN. We're also on Spreaker, iHeart, uh, SoundCloud, uh, everywhere else uh, that uh, podcasts are being played. You can find us there with the United Public Radio. The show is The Delicious Recipe. It is Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This episode is called Beaver Tales. And uh, I have uh, my returning guest, my other half there, Laura Lee. Say hi, Laura Lee. Hi, Laura Lee. I'm the host there. of the Angel Rock on Monday nights here on UPRN. Um, and yeah, thanks for having me, Tom. Yes. So uh, as it, <laughs> my, my recurring guest always there. So uh, we're trying to get things all worked out here. So this one is Beaver Tales. So before we get into this into this uh news that it's basically going to be a, just a potpourri of news around the world but uh there's one thing that i've sort of been uh, checking out there lately and laura lee knows all about this uh, i've been watching these uh, machinery shows and stuff like that and i got into this whole thing about it's almost like an asmr thing it's uh about people taking down beaver dams you know, right? <laughs> it's sort of these really weird guys. Well, you uh, always forget to mention that even though we're broadcasting out of New Orleans, Louisiana, we are from Thunder Bay in northwestern Ontario, Canada. And anybody that knows anything about Canada, no, we don't live in igloos, but we do have quite a bit of wildlife as our mascots or symbolism for Canada, the beaver being one of them. <laughs> yes, that is true. Good information there. So, I, I got into this sort of, it's not even like a rabbit hole. It was just sort of just catching these, uh, these uh, shows, their uh, uh, channels on uh, YouTube about uh, usually it started off with machinery. Then it went into uh, doing excavation, do it yourself stuff. And then all of a sudden this part with uh, getting rid of these uh, beaver dams. And I was going into these channels and I was thinking, it says, how is this, this channel here, like getting rid of like three, four beaver dams a week. And then there was more channels and there's a, there's a slew of them on, on the internet. Yeah, but they're people. not in Canada, right? They're right, over yeah. in Europe. Yeah. Europe, Eurasia. Yeah. Russia. And uh, so I was like, I was wondering, says how, like, at first I thought it was just a farmer and uh, he, like going, boy, this guy's got a beaver infestation. Like if they're plugging up all his, uh, all his waterways to, for his crops and that, but then it was like, no, this is actually, there's a lot of these things. So I, I started looking into this a little bit and it's uh, the Eurasian beaver. Uh, so I started uh, researching it. Uh, I guess it was almost uh, down to being wiped out back at the beginning of the 20th century. They were down to like about 1200 of them. And then there was a uh, man intervened and we all know what happens when man intervenes, eh, Laura Lee? Uh, yeah, I went on about that for about half an hour today because I just get so upset. No, never mind that I'm a registered nurse. I also am an energy healer, do Akashic Records, a clairvoyant medium and things like that. But the one reason I mention that is I really, truly believe that we are meant to be in balance on this earth. I'm not getting all woo-woo here, but think about it. We live in duality, right? We got light, we got dark, we got hot, we got cold. But the reason I mention that is every single time man has intervened thinking they know better than nature mother nature whatever you want to call it 
they mess it up. And is this any different this time, Del? Well, uh, I guess in one part there is that they've sort of replenished the stock of beavers. So <laughs> this is a uh, interesting. So I guess it was, uh, if I'm right here, up to about I think it was 1998, the the population of this uh, Eurasian beaver has gone from 1,200 to over 1. 1.5 million, and now they cover uh, a territory all the way from Finland, basically over uh, Europe, northern Europe, all the way to uh, the Mongolian coastline. Right, so you got them all the way across, and then they also go down to like Spain. And, and that. gee, I wonder why you didn't have to tell me why. I already figured <laughs> out why would this happen that the population would increase exponentially. Yeah, so I was, I was like, wow. So I was looking at there's a couple of maps you can check out out there about the Eurasian beaver. Actually, Wikipedia has a good uh, site on there, and they give a little history of it about uh, the the thing for beavers and usually was taken for a, their caster and that was used in the perfumes and stuff like that. But, uh, and then the, the, the pelts were used for, uh, for, uh, clothing and that and hats and, and hat felt hats. Yeah. But yeah. now that's no longer the fashion nor the style for you'll Correct. be, you'll be crucified if you wear fur. So again, we get into, there's no natural, predators to keep the balance and check in place that nature had in place. Yes. And that, that, that's been a, a, a theme that's gone on through the, the, uh, through the hundreds of years there where man has intervened. We we've talked before about uh, Australia with the uh, cane toads because they had a problem with this beetle that was there. And then uh, they brought these toads in thinking that they could... their uh, life cycle and their, uh, I guess their breeding habits all, offset there so this cane toad had no natural predators plus it's a little bit uh bad of taste for the natural <laughs> predators that are down there and sure. i guess sort of poisonous i guess in a way and they didn't they don't like eating the beetles so you still now you've got two problems you got a beetle problem and you have a cane toad problem and then you have a, a human problem where people get into accidents because there's so many of these cane toads that they drive over them and they and they're they they're like grease and then people go off the road and stuff like that yeah, but the whole thing behind this story is that we need to take a step back. Like, we even discussed this before we went on air today about the fact that like he said, yeah, but the population was down to 1,200 from what it used to be. I said, yes, I recognize that. But for whatever reason, the population was staying at that number, which meant that it was able to sustain itself, not necessarily increase the population. So th there were there were checks and balances within nature, but then man thinking they know better. And we've got Mr. Mr. William Gates releasing modified, genetically modified mosquitoes in uh, Florida. We haven't mm -hmm. seen the repercussions of that yet, but the whole thing is it has never worked out well when man has decided to intervene. Yep, and we brought the, the same thing happened with uh, the honeybees uh, through uh, Central and uh, uh, America and into the States is uh, they, they brought over an African bee with a, a European bee to help uh, with the bee population over here because there is through California and other places in the States there and in Canada. Uh, you need bees for pollination for these fruit crops and stuff like that. And then you had this crossbreeding that came over bit there you had the same problem with uh when uh 
early on when bringing over uh, wildlife like the pigs to the states. Now you have a huge problem in through uh, uh, Florida and Louisiana and stuff like this, where the the hogs have gone wild, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it happens with everything with invasive species and with invasive plants uh, that you've talked about that many times there before. So it's not a good idea when uh, man starts to interfere and think they know better than uh, mother nature. What do you say about that there, Mona Lee? I, I have to agree, but the reason why we kind of talked about this and think it's a good segue into things is when you look at the bigger picture and, and that's the problem, whomever takes it upon themselves, regardless of who they may be, that makes a decision that they know best, whether it's for humanity, whether it's for the planet, no matter what it is, it it never seems to work out well. I, I can honestly say, I'm sure there are things that I haven't thought of, but usually when something is over, you know, undertaken, such as these beavers, but we go even bigger globally, we end up with a problem. We don't see the problem right away till a few years after the fact. Yes, and that sort of uh, segues us into a, a part there with, uh, you could say, sort of with uh, medicine, when they say trust the science, trust the people that are in charge, but no one is uh, actually uh, uh, checking the facts on the people that are making the decisions. And uh, that, that goes into a lot of things there. You have the one story there that uh, you had mentioned to me before there. Uh it, it was with this, uh, it was on Rebel News today. I had a hard time finding it, but I know I had seen it. I think somebody had sent it to me. And apparently there is a female constable, uh, which is a police officer here in Canada. And she's in Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. And about a year ago, she was put on paid uh, leave or suspension, I should say. She didn't choose to leave voluntarily because she started investigating why are we seeing this massive number of infant deaths. And she dug a little deeper to find out the status of where women were with what they may have put into their bodies. We'll put it, we'll be very careful because we're on YouTube here. We're not trying to get into a debate. Is this good? Is it not good? She just wanted to look into what is going on. Why are we, and folks, you can take a look yourself. The numbers for young people, for babies, for all over people passing away at record numbers that we have not seen over five. They've even gone back further than that, but the last five year average compared to last year. And very quickly, we'll be probably getting into the numbers for this year. And uh, so anyway, she was investigating this and uh, she has now, I believe there's been some repercussions for this that um, I sent you the article, Del. Um, it was on Instagram on Rebel News, but it sounds like there's going to be repercussions for her um, basically being terminated and investigated for doing her job, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, what I, you sent me there, I looked at there, is that she was uh, she faces uh, misconduct charges after a, a mm-hmm. year-long suspension of her uh, looking into this. I guess uh, she wasn't supposed to look into it, but she was doing this on her own to try and... Uh, figure this out so that that's sort of a really interesting anything else though let's just Mm -hmm. like we're being careful with what oh did i lose you there laura i might have lost her there i lost her sound there briefly can i hear you still i I can hear you can you hear me 
Yeah, I can hear you now there. Yeah, you sort of I'm, uh, Yeah, up. I'm having problems with my uh, signal. When you're talking, I might move to another part of the room. It's so weird. I'm right over top of Wi-Fi, and the last couple times I've been having problems. Anyways, my whole point with this is, had we been in a different time, say five years previous to what we've just gone through, there would be no problem and no question. This would be a requirement of her job when you're seeing exorbitant amounts of babies passing away and they can't really find out what the cause is, you know, you're going to get some kind of police investigation into this. Well, I guess that's the the whole experiment. I guess you could say, you know, in a, in a nutshell is uh, this has been uh, talked about several times there from uh, other uh, healthcare professionals that sort of uh, were looking at what was being said. And they're saying that, well, with uh, any type of medicine is that there is a, there is a usually a 10 year period where you go and study this stuff and you see what reactions there are. There's, there's, there's protocols that go through and uh, we've seen it over the past two years is that basically that those protocols were not followed. They were just uh, warp speeded as the term is said. And uh, basically the world population became the test subject. So you have uh, on other parts of news there, we'll go through some of the news stuff that uh, I've been sort of noticing going on there. Uh, Celine Dion, uh, she's uh, gotten herself, uh, I guess, this new rare syndrome. And uh, I, I saw it on Good Morning uh, Canada or Good Morning America. It was uh, posted up on there is that she's got this very rare uh, syndrome. It's called stiff person syndrome. And uh Actually, the, the doctor that was on there on, on the news was sort of saying is that uh, this is something that is not even looked at when you go to medical school. Like this is such a, a rarity uh, syndrome that is uh, sort of uh, popped up to really, I guess her vocal cords get stiff and her movement is very stiff. It's very painful for her. And uh, she did a little brief little uh, thing there. You can check that out on the on the YouTubes there, her uh, part about that. But uh, that goes along with other things that the papers that I gave you there. Uh, these are things from uh, the, the CDC site. And this is right from the CDC. I just downloaded or printed these off there earlier today. But they're finding that uh, a small percentage of people, like with all medicines and stuff like that, there is uh, other factors that can, uh, I guess, uh, cause people to have uh, different uh sort of reactions to it there's things like uh, myocarditis pericarditis uh gps uh, gillian barr syndrome stuff it's like that guillain barre syndrome okay yeah but uh you got the parts there anyways there lore uh i want to tell them that well i think there's five of them i think on there that they've the cdc has found that can happen from and these are from people that have been jabbed mm -hmm. um yeah. so you can get anaphylaxis which is a severe life-threatening um, allergic reaction. It's immediate without warning usually. And if you don't get immediate intervention, you will die. I have seen people that has happened to being a nurse. Uh, the other thing in here is thrombosis with thrombocytopenia, uh, thrombocytopenia syndrome. So thrombosis is massively large blood clots in large organs. And they are seeing that. And if this is something that possibly piques your interest, and we always tell people on your show and mine, please don't take our word for it. Please take a look for yourself. Um, might have to dig a little bit, but not too far. Um, yeah. And you, 
but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we've said here many times, we're throwing a lot of information ingredients into the pot and we're going to see what, maybe there's a, a flavor and ingredient that you like there. So this is just doing research there, people out there. It's just going and looking up things and to use sites. Try not to use Google sites. Try to use something alternative because you'll be directed most of the time to the top uh, Google approved sites. So stuff like DuckDuckGo or any of the other ones like that. And you'll find a different uh, search order than you will get off of uh, the mainstream mm -hmm. uh, sites. Or you may so, not even see it. Uh, just uh, depends what it is. So it's good to use a variety. Uh, so you're getting that. The other thing I would encourage you to do is to take a look at uh, John O'Looney, I think his name is, from the U.S. And you can also look up undertakers or funeral directors who do post-mortem body preparations. And what many more and more and more are speaking out that they indeed are seeing these type of clots. And there's video, there's footage of it, you can check it out. We're not saying anything one way or another. We're just putting the report out there for you. Again, yeah, we're not and we're okay. not against any part of uh, you uh, taking anything. No, nope. you got to do you what's can, right for you. That's that's correct, there, and it should be under uh, your your own medical medical uh, I guess situation is individual, and that we've mentioned this many times. There is that for someone to give a, a blanket uh, medical diagnosis for an entire population of the earth is rather insane. Like uh, everybody's uh, body is not not the same. Period. So this is just bringing up stuff there, and this these are just uh, these are rare occurrences that they're not. But as information is coming in, we're finding more situations of this. Well, and the deeper you dig, you start getting into some of the blood work and some of the T fighter cells that we were seeing, and you may have heard those words depending how old you are back in the HIV AIDS epidemic. And um, like I said, the, the deeper you dig, you'll, you'll find some interesting stuff that is backed up with research, which is backed up with, this is not, I hate that term conspiracy anyways, but um, yeah, do some digging because Guillain-Barre syndrome, yes, it's always existed. Same as myocarditis has always mm -hmm. existed, but it has been extremely, extremely, extremely rare neurological type um, paralysis I know people that have had to be put in medically induced comas and what have you have to be on a ventilator to breathe for them and it's usually some type of virus attacking the body that can cause uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome so to see it with the frequency that we're seeing it um, same as myocarditis and to have be put out there that it it's just a mild little thing. It just shows up and then, you know, you carry on with life. No, it's the same reason why when people have something called a heart attack, depending on the severity of the heart attack, the heart cannot regenerate. So if there's damage, it doesn't go away. So it can definitely affect you. Um, so there's quite a few things that are coming out of here. There is another one that is quite, I don't know if you want to bring it up now or not. Um, but I'm going to bring up one you didn't put on the list that gets me really going. First of all, uh, strokes in children are not common, nor are heart attacks. You can go back through history. You can go back through medical journals. They're very, very, very rare, including um, this new one out there that they're supposedly being normalized as sudden adult death syndrome. 
that has never existed before the last few years. So there's that. And the other one, spinning VAXX syndrome. That in itself, that's got to do a whole show on that because there are a lot of theories, but nobody knows what it is or why it's happening. People do seem to be holding a cell phone with that. Every so single what, video. Explain to, explain to them what, what, the, what it looks like. Okay. So what this looks like, and somebody sent me a video that was almost two hours long of people caught on video this happening all around the world. So what is happening, the person's just sitting there normal, having a conversation, perfectly fine. And all of a sudden, and it always seems to be where they're holding a device, I swear to God, and it's not just a few cases, you can see this for yourself. And then they stop. And they start turning around in circles and they're looking, they're looking, and it's almost like they're fighting with something. And then they just sort of keel over and they all make this very, very odd, odd, high-pitched noise. I know it sounds crazy, but you can see it. It's very, very interesting. And nobody seems to know what this is. I'm surprised there was even a title for this. But it is happening with a lot of frequency Seems a lot over in Asia, especially too, and um, bigger countries over there. But all wow. over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, they're even saying with the, that part with this. Uh, uh, what are they calling it? There, the the monkeypox. Is that the the new one that they were talking out there? And I, I was looking off of the CDC site and also off the BBC.co.uk site and also this yeah also the WHO site there too as well. And there's another one you can look at, uh, cureus.com. But uh, they were saying like this, I guess this is sort of uh, goes so almost similar to the HIV uh, epidemic. And what they said that it, it was, it was between uh, male and male sexual partners where this is being, uh, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, pushed forward or it's uh, being spread a little bit more. But they said that there is other uh, spreading of this uh, through other means, but that was the, the main one where they were seeing the biggest uh, amount of uh, instances of this. And there's a, another site, if you people are interested in looking at there, it's uh, www.who, that's the World Health Organization, dot, uh, NT. And uh, you can go into this, and they have this thing, this uh, disease outbreak news. And uh, I just went through the first page, uh, there's like 15 pages and it goes uh, uh, through date. And the biggest, uh, the biggest thing that I saw through here was uh, through, uh, it's mostly happening in Africa is where these outbreaks of are happening the most in third world countries. Uh, what do you figure? But yes, also figures that this amount of travel of people that are going to and leaving from those places and going back into the, the new world or, stuff like that or through uh, Europe and that how things could be passed through and the biggest ones they were getting there was like the Ebola, dengue fever, MERS cove, uh, cholera, uh, avian influenza A, Rift Valley fever, malaria, Marburg virus, legion legionelliosis, yellow fever that was just going back to September so there's a lot and that was a biggest part. I guess that was a test uh, area Africa was for a lot of these uh, uh, jab uh, stuff that happened with during the pandemic. What would you say about that there, Laura? 
Well, none of those that you mentioned are new. Um, they've some of them have been attributed to even, you know, their first outbreaks years ago in in Africa. So, I I think like you got to be careful when we're treading this subject. And again, we're not trying to tell people what to do. We're just sharing the information, and um, you know, people have to do their research and see what they think. Because the digger you de- um, the deeper you dig, and the more research you do, with an open mind, looking at everything, and then I guess people need to decide for themselves, taking a look at it and thinking. What does this feel like to me? Does this feel right? Does it feel like I'm, you know, is this right for me? Is this right for my family? But the only thing I would really urge people to do is to do your homework. And I have said this about anything, not just about the jab, not about anything. I have an acquaintance, for example, who needed some serious orthopedic surgery on their neck. And they've been told by their specialist that, nope, can't be done. Nope, absolutely not you're going to end up paralyzed. That's a one person, right? And it would be like anything um, that we want to get fixed or you want to learn or whatever. We live in a world of what almost, you know, well, 7 billion plus people, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one person's opinion. So when you look and talk to various different people and not just in your own backyard, the beauty is we have the internet. Take a look because, um, you can look at things like cancer and there's been specials out there that people have done documentaries that you look at what different areas of the world are using say to treat it and it's like night and day versus say what the western medicine model is is about right to treat it no i'm not knocking the western medicine model what i'm saying is if maybe that's not a good fit for say somebody that there are other options. You just got to dig a little deeper, talk to more people and do a bit more research. And I think it's a good idea to get a picture of the whole picture. Because sometimes we ne- people never leave their, the city they live in their whole lives, but we have a whole world out there. Yep, exactly. And uh, this has uh, been sort of a thing, not a thing, but a, a process that a lot of people, especially people that have money, <laughs> that they've gone to if they've been uh, uh, diagnosed with something where they've gone off to uh, Europe or or South America where mm-hmm. uh, new uh, no even even uh, even medical places here that are in North America they go and do their testing and put their labs in foreign countries because the 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 country that they live in there they're uh, they don't allow that type of testing or that experimental uh, uh, science to go on. So there's been a lot of people that have gone over to other countries where the, the medical stuff is a little bit lax. And now the thing is about that too, is that you do run a risk uh, of uh, anything that went, you basically you have to do your research and get, uh, make sure you check stuff out and just don't go and run and go and get things done because there has been many times we're doing something like that where it's been uh, horrific uh, results that have happened with that, with uh, uh, complications, I guess you could say, but uh, but also in other parts, there's been uh, <coughs> things that have happened where uh, the, the treatment uh, here doesn't, 
wasn't available, but it was available somewhere else. It, it doesn't it, even matter. It doesn't have to be medicine. It could be uh, your car. It could be yeah. even when you want to buy something that's not available in your country, but it's not illegal or anything. You just can't get it. You can go outside your country and do it. That's what I'm saying. There's so many other options that just because somebody has MD in front of their names and I'm not knocking them. It, all I'm saying is they're human beings just like we are. So it's good to get a, a well-rounded picture from, you know, take a look, see what's out there, see what feels right to you. Do you feel like maybe that's something you might want to look at or you'd be open to trying? Or I find usually people are more open to that when it comes to health when they've been given no other option. If they've been told we're out of options, we have nothing else, right? Mm -hmm. And people look elsewhere and they go, holy cow, I had no idea this even existed. That is very true. So if uh was it well besides that part there who was the other person there oh the the kirsty alley one there that was another one there she had just uh, passed away i guess she was dealing with cancer as as well so uh but uh yeah that was sort of sort of sort of weird in a way because uh any sort of uh things that you saw about her during that time it's almost almost like the norm mcdonald thing is that uh, no one knew that he was actually really sick and uh then just all of a sudden pop boom and uh, there's been a lot of uh, really uh, mysterious, I guess you could say, or suspicious, not mysterious, but suspicious uh, passings away of certain people. Uh, there was the, well, you can even go back even further uh, with uh, Anthony Bourdain and Chris Cornell and uh, Chester Bennington. And then you can go into uh, Bob Saget. Uh, you can go into, uh, well, yeah, Norm MacDonald, uh, um who knows what this Christy Alley thing, how it goes with that one there. But uh, it's sort of really weird to see somebody. And like we said there before, is that with this uh, sudden death syndrome, you're seeing a lot of uh, uh, youths uh, that are in, in pretty prime, uh, uh, I yeah. guess, uh, fitness and uh, well-being that all of a sudden the lights go out and, I don't know if that's really been really looked into as deeply because of the because of the part that uh, nobody wants to go and talk about the science or talk about anything, right? Because it goes against what the the narrative is. What do you feel about that, there, Lord? Well, I I think what it is, and especially if you're not a person that is able to possibly have that type of conversation with those around you for whatever reasons, whether it might be inflammatory or, you know, it gets, ends up being a lot of finger pointing and name calling versus sitting down, hearing each other out, even agreeing to disagree, but hearing each other out. So a lot of people don't want to discuss this. They don't want to get into it, right? They just rather just I, we've met people like that that'll just say, no, I'm too busy. I got too much going on. I just rely on what I see if the TV's on and that's it. And to each their own, that's okay too. It's just, like I said, I, I really believe there's always an answer. Always. If we dig deep enough, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be medicine. It could be anything. I believe that we can find the answer. It's out there. There's yep, enough of well us out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just even know from myself, and this goes into, with uh, my own medical history there, is that uh, back two years ago, almost three years ago, is uh, before the pandemic started, going in and getting a, an assessment done by, uh, I guess, what, do you, what are those people called? They're uh, not a doctor. What is the, the nurse practitioner? 
and given this is what their diagnosis was and then says okay take these pills and uh, this will be done come back if it's not okay get us a different doctor says oh no that's not what it is uh take these pills right so this is going to cost some money because uh this medicine isn't cheap he says okay and then uh come back that doctor because if up here in Canada, if you don't have a family physician there, you usually have to go to a walk-in clinic or you go to emerge and you get whatever uh, doctor is on hand and uh, your file sort of floats around. Go in for a third time, get a different physician, and they go, no, that's not what it is. These things, I don't know who would ever tell you this. So this is this is just my own personal experience, mm-hmm. and uh, this is what it is, right? So they've made this. Haven't even done any blood work yet or taking any fluids or anything. I'm going, don't you think that would be sort of, uh, I guess, uh, prudent, I guess, to sort of maybe uh, cross off some T's and dot some I's before we start going here because I've been paying for all this medication that uh, I never really needed in the first place. But uh, I was like, okay. And then, so this is what it is. And then, okay, take this. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Month later, okay, yeah, it hasn't done that. I, I said, can you just please send me to a specialist that deals with this? And then that, now we're all in the pandemic stage. A lot of places had closed down and that. And then finally, uh, she kept on giving me, uh, what are those, uh, referrals? And But it was all referrals to her own race of people that had just come over to Canada. And I said, well, I want to go and talk to one of the best ones that is uh, up here in Thunder Bay. I would like to get a referral to that person. And uh, this physician's uh, uh, final words to me was, do not, I'll give you the referral, but do not ever contact me. I do not want to wish to be part of your uh, medical voyage and I went, okay, this is, this is what a physician says to me. I was like, I just want to go and do what's best, best for me. And uh, I just found that very surprising. And uh, uh, I guess you just have to go after things and just uh, go with your own gut and feeling and get what, get what you need to get done. And that's why I sort of was so against the part about government and uh one doctor making one one cure-all for everybody that that's uh all i have to say about that there what do you think there laura yeah i i I think you have a point but i think just what you shared there sort of illustrates what we're talking about you had three or four different people and they all had a different idea about what something was. Now, does that mean necessarily they're not good at what they do? No, it just depends their experience and what they've seen and where they've worked and what they've covered in their education. You know what I'm saying? So that's that just illustrates right there why it's good to get sometimes a third and fourth opinion, regardless of what it is. It could be your car, it could be buying a house, it could be getting rid of mold in your house, it could be anything like that. Mm-hmm. Really? I, because nobody is going to care about something concerning yourself, meaning the global yourself, than you yourself, because you have a vested interest in it. Because don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say that people don't care about other people when they're dealing with people, but nobody is going to care or be more vested in the outcome than the person seeking the assistance for themselves. I'll leave it at that. Correct. That sounds pretty good. So we'll try and get into a sort of a a different part of uh, news and things that are going on. There's a 
uh, I was watching watching some news stories there today, and uh, there's one there from uh, Philadelphia, and I felt this was pretty interesting. Uh, so this one uh, gas station in Philadelphia has hired uh, armed security guards, and they carry uh, M16s around in their uh, around the perimeter of the of the business. And uh, there was a poll that was given to uh, to people in the area, and I guess in uh, customers and stuff like that, is uh, how they felt about that with uh, these. Uh, private security firm uh, protecting this gas station because there's another part there too is there was also a, a, a other gas stations and just even with any business uh, there and 64% uh, of the people that were pulled doing that they approve the safety of having armed guards around the business protect them and uh, we've noticed up here uh, you can attest to this there Laura uh, uh, one one uh, I think this is about three or four Christmases ago we had gone to the LCBO and uh, we were picking up some uh, libations and that and uh, noticed uh, we both noticed this uh, one person there had a backpack with them and they were filling it full of bottles and stuff like that. And we got up to the till and we saw the guy and said, this is that, that guy's got a whole bunch of stuff there. And the, and the girl at the till says, yeah, didn't hit. <laughs> I said, and the guy just walked right out the door with all this stuff and the the part there through a lot of uh, stores uh, in our area. And that is that uh, you don't arrest these people. You don't stop them. You don't everything. You just let them leave with uh, their stuff. And you've seen this in the States there too, as well, where people are going in, they don't get any uh, charges really on them with a uh, theft under a thousand dollars. And just always sort of wondering where we've sort of come to this point in our lives where we minimalize theft. Well, I think it depends where you live. We should tell people what the LCBO is. It's a um, in Ontario, in Canada, most provinces are anywhere where alcohol is sold. The government basically runs it because that's how people think we have free health care. We don't. <laughs> it's taxed. Uh, the prices are through the roof and it's run through the government. That's how they recoup some of their losses. Everything is taxed up here. But what the important part you forgot to mention is, yeah, they had a bag full of stuff and they were at the till and they pretended like they were going to pay. And then they just basically took off without paying yeah. and nobody stopped them. And so we were talking, we were right in line behind this person. So we were talking to the sales clerk. And the reason why up here, no, it's not the same everywhere, okay, but it, I know up here the reason why is because if, say, an employee went after somebody to try and stop them and they were injured and it results in a workers' compensation claim that creates way more headaches and costs a lot more money than say just um, a couple bottles of alcohol. So what they do, we left this part out too, was everything's recorded and our police come by weekly and review the tapes of the people that have taken what they've taken and they look after it in that, that area. Whereas in the States, um, depending on what state you live in, yeah, a lot of stuff has been decriminalized when it comes to to crime and theft and things like that that is scary for sure and uh other parts of news there this there this one here this was sort of a little bit different and i, I sort of uh 
relate this one to these fringe groups that are out there. You can agree or disagree, but uh, we've all heard about uh, this in the news of these fringe groups uh, going against uh, technology and uh, and uh, being green and going and uh, spraying uh, paint or whatever type of substance on these uh, works of art. And then uh, the people glue in their hands to uh, the wall and that. They did this also, I think, at one of the car uh, dealerships or car places, uh, factories, where they gone and they, uh, <laughs> they uh, uh, crazy glued their hands to the floor of this, uh, uh, of this uh, factory uh, that made cars and that and all they did was okay well it's the weekend they just shut the lights off and just left okay we're, we're done just left them there well i guess they didn't really leave them there i guess there was still security there but uh a part there that we came onto the news that i saw and this was either yesterday or it was really this morning that i saw is that there's been uh, a rash of uh, people sabotaging uh, electrical grid transformer stations and relay stations and as it gets to this part of uh, winter time and getting colder weather and that uh, damaging the grid or gr damaging these things and this causes uh, power outages to places and uh, when when the when the grid shuts down I went through one big one there that when the, the grid went down uh, uh, back I think it was like 2003 in Toronto and that was uh, from a backup station I think it was in Buffalo New York where it had tripped the the north northeastern uh, grid through New York and through into uh, Quebec and into uh, southern Ontario. We were out of uh, power for five days. Some places went up a little bit sooner than that. And that was during the hot of the summer. So all air conditioners and everything like that, all your food was gone. I was working at Dominion Grocery at the time. We had to throw away all our frozen and dairy products. Everything was gone. But uh, I'm not sure what the, where the, the mentality is of uh, people going in damaging infrastructure. Have you heard anything about that there, Lord, at all? I have, and I don't know if I necessarily believe that every single case of what's been happening over the last couple of weeks is a fringe group. I think that may be the story that's being put out there. I Don't get me wrong, there probably is, but, um, sorry, I just got a message I'm trying to disregard, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it seems like, you know, the timing of it seems a little suspect as well with it being winter time, regardless of where you live in North America. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's places that don't get snow and things like that, but there's also many places that do. And I don't think what people realize as well is when the grid goes down, regardless of where you live, it's not just your lights and your heat, um, your water. Um, and when you, I think the word you said was infrastructure and you're absolutely right. Like, I don't think people realize how much is automated by AI and, um, you know, computers. So when the grid goes down, everything goes down. So it's scary. Yeah, it is there. That, <laughs> I, I can remember back before, uh, I think it was the, the first year that uh, Donald Trump was in there and uh, they were talking about problems with uh, infrastructure and uh, there could be problems of uh, power outages and that. And that they said there before is that uh, to prepare to make sure you had at least three months and then they changed six. it to then they changed it to six months of backup food and water and uh, supplies, is that just in case something uh, had happened and it, whether that was foreshadowing to things that are happening now, I don't know, but uh, just random events that uh, I've been seeing on the news and it's sort of this is why I don't like to watch the news 
people uh, pushing people on uh, subway platforms in front of trains. Just the, and these people are caught on uh, closed circuit uh, uh, television. Oh, let's see, we got here uh, Raymond G. Newsome. Hey there, Raymond. Hey, Raymond. Thanks for join, joining in there. And uh, I've seen some other ones there of people with uh, baseball bats just uh, walking up and just drilling somebody in the head, just random people and just walking away. And I, I just don't understand where we've come to this sort of this mentality or this this thing of uh where we go and uh damage just uh regular people out there and i just well, we're even getting with, in oh go ahead and Sorry. just even the part with the thefts into the stores and stuff like that it's just a, uh, I don't know where where we sort of have gone here we're seeing we're seeing a lot of violent crime and uh you know a lot of really like it's kind of scary and i think what sort of put it in the forefront is i understand that you know, and with good reason why the the murder of these four Indiana college students has been really put out there. But, you know, there's also a lot of people that are involved in the true crime community. So they are super slew. Some of the things people find, I cannot believe they find them. But the reason I mention it is just that small area, Moscow, Indiana, the amount of things they have found in the last year that have happened that local police keep saying they're not related, but like, I don't even want to say it. I'll give it a trigger warning and be very careful how I say it. Let's just say somebody's pet dog went outside and didn't return. And they found them the next morning and it was, the dog had been, its life had been taken in a very unusual way. And it was definitely a human being by the way it was done. Yet that's not supposed to be related. Then there was another guy a mile away from the crime scene that apparently had already committed a murder and had gone to jail and and he was caught in the act again like to me it's like what is going on here that we're getting all these violent people out there and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say the world is a bad place it's just i mean we're this is just one little geographical area and this is not unique like there's something very odd going on. I can't speak for the rest of the world, but I can definitely speak about North America, what we're seeing out there that just makes the news, never mind what doesn't. Yeah, well, exactly. Another part of news there I saw there today was uh, the basketball WNBA player, uh, Brittany Griner, was uh, returned uh, to the, the U.S. Uh, she was actually, uh, the way I looked at the story there, she was actually playing in Russia for about eight years. She was a uh, uh, I guess you say WNBA superstar. She was, uh, I guess, on the Olympic team for the U.S. there too, as well. And this gets into this whole mentality: is that uh, people think what they can do in their own home and stuff like that translates to what you can do in other countries. And what she was found with was she was found with uh, vapes and uh, vials uh, containing residues of hashish, and uh, she was carrying that in her personal uh, baggage and. Uh, she got caught with it and she was thrown in jail. Now, whether or not uh, this was a political, extra political motivation, they were dealing with a changing of, uh, there's there's a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, not conspiracy, but uh, speculation on to why uh, she was charged for uh, nine years to, in a Russian prison and uh, not released. But it's, uh, uh, I guess, the, the pull that she had there because she was also a, uh, 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 
I guess, a notable athlete. And there's also always uh, special considerations that are given to people that have money or people that are in power or high stature. But uh, the part that I, I, I sort of uh, wonder about is that where in your, in your thinking in your head uh, that you would ever think about bringing in illegal narcotics into a foreign country. Like that was one of the first things I knew about uh, when uh, when I was traveling with my family, not with bringing out uh, narcotics or anything like that. But uh, there was uh, just traveling when you left the country, you came there, you had to claim things from duty that you bought. And if you didn't, you got caught with it, you got fined and or you lost your stuff and <laughs> just is this uh, stuff that's not taught or not known anymore? Well, I think we've kind of gone to this it's probably a topic for another show because we're almost out of time. But the, but the thing is, I, we're seeing this, the, the, the me, the me society that people only thinking about themselves and service to self instead of service to others. So when we get very egocentric like that and think that, I'm sorry, a lot of people out there think the world just revolves around them. So when you go to another part of the world, I guess, you know, for some reason, recognize that the rules aren't the same as they are in your own backyard. Yeah, exactly. Well, we are almost out of time there. I forgot to mention that. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, hey, you and Kitty Pot there for watching the ones and twos. You Always... stole Kitty Pot from me. I was <laughs> looking for Kitty Pot. I was going, why, why does this animal have this name and who is it? And then he showed. And I looked everywhere because he has a friend i don't know what his name is he's not named but i'll show him for halloween and there's usually a spider and the kitty goes with him and i could not find the kitty well the kitty migrated downstairs with hey you you might have to show people who hey you is because they won't know oh yeah well that's hey you i guess wherever that and then his buddy there kitty pot they, uh, they monitor the connection there. Didn't do a good job there. The last two uh, weeks in a row there, we had uh, technical issues, and uh, finally they're on the ball this time there. So uh, tell them where they can find you there, Laura Lee. Uh, you guys can find me on facebook.com forward slash the Angel Rock. If you ever have a show idea, guest idea, or you want to book a reading with me, healing sessions with me. And my show, The Angel Rock, is right here on United Public Radio Networks on Mondays from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this Monday, coming up, I have Dave Petrella. He's been on both of our shows before. He's also a podcaster. He's an astrologist. He's uh, uh, been involved with Oak Island. All kinds of things. Super interesting guy. So we're going to have a fun show Monday night. So I hope you guys will tune in and join me. Thanks for having me, Del. Yes. And as it goes there, we're in uh, the month of December. There's uh, 20-something days left before uh, you hit the big uh, jolly green uh, or jolly red guy there. With the, where's a hat like that? So, oh, I got to uh, remind people. I got to remind people that I, because uh, I just found out Monday night. You guys stay tuned. Next week starting, UPRN will be streaming live on TV via Roku. And very shortly in the next couple months, we are also going to be going through Amazon and Apple TV. It's going to increase our platform hugely and other places for you to watch. So I want to make sure I mention that. Perfect. That sounds good. Well, this was uh, the delicious recipe and still is the delicious recipe. Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time we run. And uh, we'll see who uh, my guests are going to be there. I got some uh, 
some prospects going up there. I've talked to Gavin and some interesting authors with some interesting uh, stories and, uh, and ways of looking at things and books and stuff like that. So thank you very much for tuning in and we'll uh, see you all next week. See you next week. Have a good one guys and girls. <laughs>